Hi everyone, it's Francis here from nomaps.com, the podcast. As you will no doubt know by now, we release a, a regular podcast which is titled In Conversation with the Chief, whereby I discuss a particular case on each episode with Chief Felenko of Round Lake Park, Lake County, Illinois. Now, the chief generally discusses cases that he has been involved in or his department has been involved in, and that's brilliant. We've loved the cases that we've um, gone over so far in terms of the depth of detail that the chief is able to go into, and because of his intimate knowledge of the cases, um, we really can get an insight into how law enforcement deals with uh, the cases themselves, the perpetrators, other suspects, and how the case is handled in general. So as a, a kind of addition to the Conversations with the Chief podcast, I'm going to put out a short 15-20 minute episode uh, post speaking with the Chief or pre-speaking with the Chief um, just to ask some questions of our listeners, our followers and get some feedback from yourselves on what you think we should be discussing, if you've got any comments on the cases that you've heard so far. And, you know, if you want us to discuss a particular topic or case uh, in the future, then we'd love to get your feedback and suggestions. You can obviously get in touch with us by emailing podcast at murdermaps.com or naturally on social media, on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Murder Database on Facebook. You can get us at www.facebook.com forward slash murder maps, where the E in murder is a number three. So in this particular episode, what I really want to do is get to grips with something that's been going on in the past week in the UK, um, not just in the past week, but actually it's something that's been going on um, in the wider UK for some time now. Um, I think especially at the core of the problem is, is London, central London and the outskirts of greater London, and that is knife crime. So if you follow us on Facebook, you'll see that there's plenty of people that comment on posts that we put out. And recently there was the um, untimely death of one of our police officers here in the UK. His name is PC Andrew Harper. He was killed last week on a call out. Um, at all evidence right now points to um, him perhaps being hit by a vehicle and dragged by that vehicle, um, resulting in multiple uh, injuries, which then led to his death. He was 28 years old, um, been married for four weeks, and unfortunately was killed in the line of duty. We've put up a number of posts on Facebook and on other social social media. Uh, we've also put a, a, a news post on murdermaps.com. I was drawn to this in particular because over here in the UK we don't see a great deal of um, officers that are killed in the line of duty. Um, there's been some in previous uh, and most recent years with the London terror attacks. Um, and I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, it does happen. Um, it's just not as 
frequent as in other countries around the world. So when we get a news story like this, it's it's usually pretty big news. Um, and, and this one in particular has been all over all of the news media in the UK. And, and so I'm assuming that around the globe, it's been televised as well. I know that from speaking with Chief Falenko, he had seen it in the press. Um, but oddly enough, I think just uh, a day or two prior to that, me and him had been emailing back and forth and we'd put up a couple of posts online where there was a, a standoff with an active shooter in, in uh, Philadelphia um, where some police officers had had uh, been taken hostage. Um, a couple were shot and injured in, in other ways. Um, it turns out there was no fatalities in, in that particular standoff and, and the gunman was um, brought down safely, as it were. Um, I think the point with that is when the chief originally emailed me and said, this is going on right now, there was no sense of, um, there was no sense of like this being a, a new thing to him. You know, he was emailing, emailing me rather very much matter of fact. And in the same respect, I was emailing him back and it, it was nothing new to me because this is something that we see certainly in the British media um, quite a lot. Uh, it's, it's something that we certainly do not get shocked at anymore. Active shooters, you know, mass murders in the US, we kind of, we kind of take, um, I guess, as second nature these days, you know, it, it's all over the press all of the time. And so, yeah, I, I guess my um, main concern with this now is there was a post that was put up today um, by us, in fact, which we had taken a news item from the BBC. Um, sorry, we didn't take a news item. We had basically uh, reposted the news item that named the so-called um, suspect in the PC Harper case. Or, or one of the suspects anyway. I think you'll no doubt remember there was 10 suspects all between the ages of 13 and 30 arrested at the time. I believe now nine have been uh, released on bail. Um, that may be incorrect and they may have been just fully released without charge. One has been charged with murder and remanded. He will, he's been in front of a judge today at Reading Magistrates Court and apparently will be up again in front of the judge tomorrow. The question I have is, do you think it is okay in this or any crime, um, certainly top level crime such as homicide related, um, anything to do with uh, the public interest at large, do you think it's okay for a suspect to be named before they've been given a fair trial and either convicted or released. And if they are not convicted and are subsequently you know, found not guilty and released, should they be named at all? Now in the UK, we have certain laws that protect minors and those um, below the age of 16, I think it is in the UK, whereby they're not allowed to be named full stop. I think judges in the past have made certain exceptions for certain um, criminals when they've been found guilty. Um, but certainly not during the trial process, not to my knowledge anyway. Um, I'm not sure how it is around the rest of the world, but the question was posed um, to us on Facebook today, basically um, saying, 
why are you, why is everybody naming this guy? Why are you naming this guy? He's been demonized in the press um, without being given a fair trial. Um, whilst kids, certainly in the UK, are being murdered in our cities every day due to knife crime and apparently no one cares. Um, this particular user goes on to say one police officer gets killed in a traffic accident and the country goes mental. I have to say to a certain degree, I agree with uh, Kieran in most parts of his points there. I think the fact that this particular person has been named almost immediately, um, does it show some urgency from the police to get results or, or show that they've gotten a result? Does it show some kind of bias from the judiciary system in the UK to name this person just because they happen to be there? Are they being, are they being treated as guilty by association because they were present at the time? Should this person be given a fair trial without being named until such a time as that person might be found guilty and then they should be named? I'm not sure. Obviously, I don't make the laws in this country and I can only give my opinion. And I have to say that in some respects, in fact, most respects, I, I do agree with Kieran in that I don't think it was necessary to name and shame this person for something that they haven't actually been tried and convicted for. So let's just put it into context. If in three months time or however long it takes to get a trial underway and done and dusted, and this chap happens to walk away and he's absolutely innocent, he's exonerated of it, what happens to that person then? Because his name has been dragged through the mud in the press his name has been, you know, lauded across TV channels, the front of newspapers, no doubt not just in the UK, but all around the globe. And so what happens then? And we have a, a tendency in this country to kind of, it, it's, it's a kind of trial by media mentality to begin with. And then when the dust settles on everything and this person walks away a free man, and an innocent man at that, it's kind of like, oh yeah, sorry about that. And nothing actually happens. And yet this person then has to go on through the rest of their life having this hanging over their head. Because once you say something, you can only ask for forgiveness. You cannot ask for everybody to forget it. That's just a simple fact. Um, and as far as I can see in the, in the media in this country, nine times out of 10, they don't really ask for forgiveness either. It's kind of like, well, we said that and deal with it. And then they go on to the next, you know, big headline story. And so I have a, personally a, a real problem with that because whilst I'm part of that kind of media um, process, if you like, where we publish stories both on our website on, on, and on uh, social media, we're part of the problem by and large. So uh, first and foremost, what I've decided to do is uh, take down any mention of any suspects or anybody that is on trial or waiting trial, whatever, uh, from our social media. They haven't been posted to our website as yet, but I think out of respect for everybody involved, it's the best thing to do. 
I suppose the one and only name that really and truly matters in this case anyway is PC Harper's. He's the, the one who has sadly lost his life in the line of duty. Um, therefore, I think, you know, it, the, the same kind of thing happens in the US. We've been asked to participate in um, a kind of unofficial um, club, if you like, or association where if a mass shooting occurs in the US, um, you know, a school shooting perhaps, um, the, the shooter himself or herself is not um, publicised by name or by, by photo in the media um, and websites and um, other organisations like mine can sign up to this um, and say, no, we're not going to name this person because it gives them notoriety, it gives them gives them infamy which more often than not these people are looking for um, you know they're often quite deluded and think that they're going to be they're going to go down in history as some kind of uh, sadistic hero if you like um, and actually in the past 10-20 years that's exactly been the case so right from the, um, the Columbine shootings back in 1999 um, and even before and certainly after that, when anything like that happens, boom, it's all over the press. It's everywhere for five minutes. This person or people get their five minutes of fame and naturally the media forget about them because they're moving on to the next story. But everybody that's been, you know, that's had their life completely interrupted, turned upside down, whatever, by these people or individuals, they still have to go on with the misery that has been brought upon them and that's not fair because they very rarely make it into the headlines they very rarely get a mention on on any kind of front page media on online or on news channels you know they might do if they're out with you know tears in their eyes and, and telling the world about the kind of misery that they're going through but again it lasts for five minutes and then the media moves on to the next story so i do think it's only right that this particular person should get a fair trial that's one of the, the reasons I've made a decision not to mention him by name in this entry of the podcast. And moving forward, I will not mention him by name or any other suspects for that matter that get brought into this particular investigation. Because I do think Kieran was right. I think it's it's really important that everybody get a fair trial. Um, and you know what, if it turns out that this particular person is guilty, he'll get his, his day in court as well and he'll be found that as, as guilty as he might be or as, as innocent as he might be. And therefore, um, we'll know that the, the justice system in the UK was fair. Um, and I, I don't think it's fair that he should be demonised and, and be put through a trial by media at all. Um, but what are your thoughts on it? Let me know. Get in touch with us. You can email podcast at murdermaps.com or, of course, you can hit us up on all social media on Instagram and Twitter, we are at Murder Database. And on Facebook, we are, or you can get to us at facebook.com forward slash murder maps, where the E in murder is a number three. I'm really interested about this one because it's a question that comes up kind of every now and then, certainly in the UK, um, whether it's, you know, a, a high profile case because it involves a police officer like this one, or whether it's a high profile case because it's a, um, a celebrity, perhaps, this often rears its head as an issue in the UK. 
Um, so I'm glad, therefore, that it's been brought up in this way today because uh, this just ha so happens to be um, about somebody who is a normal, you know, bloke on the street, if you like, and he's been brought into this investigation for whatever the reasons may be. Um, but is it right for the media to put him on trial like this by publishing his name um, and making sure that, you know, he's firmly in the spotlight uh, before anybody actually knows of any guilt that he has in the case? I don't think it's right. I, I think that should probably change, generally speaking. But what are your thoughts? Let us know. Get in touch with us. Podcast at murdermaps.com, at Murder Database on Twitter and Instagram, and facebook.com forward slash murdermaps, where the E is free. Hope to hear from you soon. I'll speak to you next time.